Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us for another episode of The Damn Podcast. I'm your host, Corey, and joining me is Justin. Hello, guys. And Nick. Hello. And Jamar. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, thanks for joining us, Jamar. And um, Jamar's going to be a uh, full-time guest now. Well, full-time member, not a guest anymore. Oh, thank you, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was just, um, we had an application process. There was a lot of candidates and, um, like, so many candidates. Oh, my God. And uh, he he made the cut. Um, So congratulations to Jamar. Well, again, thank you, everybody, for having me. And I hope I don't let you guys down. Oh, we'll see about that. We got a whole year ahead of us. <laughs> and uh, since it's 2021, we wanted to make this episode a bit of a roundup of what we did um, during 2020, which I imagine for most of us wasn't as productive year as we had hoped it would have been. <laughs> um, so we're going to just kind of kick it off with some video games we played in 2020. And uh, for me... I don't really have um, a lot I cleared, unfortunately. I'm always bad with my backlog. Um, I finally completed uh, Dying Light, which has been something just sitting, glaring at me and my friends for like years now. And uh, I, I kind of figured I wouldn't get it done in time for Dying Light 2, but Dying Light 2 has just been pushed back so much that um, I actually completed the first game in time. So I'm happy about that. Um, Another big game for me this year was uh, Resident Evil 7, and I, I played all of its DLCs, and I just absolutely loved it. I played it in VR on my um, PSVR, and it was so fun. Yeah, Resident um, Evil 7 really got, really got famous for being great to play on the VR. Unfortunately, it's only on PSVR for some reason. I don't know why they never ported it to PC. Who knows? It's weird like that. But yeah, you can play it on PC, but there's no VR option. Which is just stupid. Yeah, I play Resident Evil 7 myself, but I still have not touched the DLC. I'm, oh, DLC is awesome. I know what it's about, but... I've yeah. Yeah, I played I as, think... um... Yeah, what's up? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say the Uncle DLC is pretty oh, good. Oh, it's so cool. Like, that's the most metal thing I've ever, like... Metal DLC I've ever played. You just play as, like, this old ex-war veteran who just punches out zombies with his bare hands, and I'm like, this is amazing. And he, like... You can tell he's a badass. There's just like all these dead crocodiles next to his hut, and you, you just watch him like strangle him with his hands. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, but it was a really fun DLC, and the Chris deals, uh, Chris Redfield's DLC was pretty fun too. Um, I also played Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Um, they came out last year, but I've still been um, chipping away at the content because they're still coming out with new patches for that. Um, for that expansion and we're kind of waiting the next one but that was a really good dlc that's probably like the best story they've written expansion wise um i finally beat witcher 3 blood and wine so that's a big accolade for me i was i was putting um the dlcs off for so long i beat hardest done and blood and wine and uh blood and wine was so good yeah witcher 3 dlc is good but it's also massive it's like yeah that's that it's like that's what that's kind of the reason why i haven't about I haven't like replayed the game in a while because like that game is really long. It'll take right. like it takes it's so long. it's long. I straight did a uh, me and my friend straight did a fresh playthrough, went through it a whole game again, 
and uh then did heart of stone and blood and wine and it was just like such a massive undertaking but i'm glad it's over i'm i'm not going back i'm never going back again for like four or five years <laughs> um i need to just completely distance myself from the witcher universe for a while until the next yeah. netflix series comes out but yeah um outside of that um i we, me and my friends played borderlands 3 um we were really disappointed i kind of figured that would happen because i was starting to see for a while the spark leave gearbox and uh borderlands 3 just really kind of confirmed that for me um it wasn't by any means bad game a bad game it was just really underwhelming and I, they kind of dug themselves a hole with Borderlands 2 because that game was just so good and all the DLC was so impressive that um, to to put Borderlands 3 and really Borderlands the pre-sequel up to that, uh, neither of them came close. Nah, that's a shame. But, I have to agree because I'm also like a really big Borderlands fan and it plays like Borderlands 2 but it feels like they didn't modernize uh borderlands for 2019 it's just kind of yeah. like they stuck with the dick jokes and they're like just keep it going that yeah the character writing was nowhere near as good as to the gameplay didn't feel as on point the character um talent trees weren't as interesting the story was so bad oh it was so bad i really didn't like it um and i, I don't really play borderlands for story but you know when it gets like stupid or when it gets too tropey for a game that's supposed to be kind of a parody-ish game, you know, um, then then that just kind of like completely breaks the immersion for me, and yeah, I just didn't really get into it. Um, but uh, to close out my games of this year, I've mainly been playing Genshin Impact constantly since September when it released, and um, that that has been uh, sort of like my poison this year <laughs> i've spent i've spent a lot of money on that game i don't want to talk about it um what characters don't i have um the only ones i don't have are the ones that are um uh that haven't had their own specific banner so i don't have deluke and i don't have chi chi uh mainly because uh there you can only really pull them either from the standard banner or if you don't happen to uh, pull the character on the character banner for that it's yeah. Um, advertising. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically you got uh, Albedo then? Yeah, I picked up Albedo too. Uh, okay, got, so basically you got, we got Klee, you got yep. Zong Daddy. Yep. You got, uh, yes, Dong Dong. Big Dong, Big Dong Zong. Yes, him and his pillars. Yeah. They just, they just, they um, just pierce everything. Did you hear about like how much... Uh, how much the community were upset with Zong Li to the point that uh, Mahoyo, yeah, Mahoyo straight um, releasing the 1.3 patch with tons of fixes to Zong Li because people were not happy with him as a support character. <laughs> he was essentially supposed to be a very support oriented character, but the fact of the matter is, Geo characters just don't synergize well with the team, and they kind of overlooked that a bit. Um, just to keep the story short, but yeah, they, um, they they need they want him to be up to snuff as Bennett, right? Yeah, basically Bennett's so broken. I know it's like, ridiculous. I, my God, I got like I've seen I've seen videos of Bennett, and it's like he's actually a lot more broken than people realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. that's 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 been my poison this year, and um, yeah, 
Hopefully, I don't spend any more money on it. Yeah, but... Nick, Nick, have, Nick, have you been playing? When have you played the game? Yeah, I finally got into it, and I, I've been cautious only because uh, I, I too have swallowed the the gotcha pill. Oh, don't spend any money. I know. I no, I've been once once you it. once you pull out the credit cards. So, have you actually spent money on it, or are you or are you free to play? I have. I'm still free to play on Genshin, and I'm I'm planning to not spend money. I, I mean, I got Sucrose, who's who's actually the top tier uh, best character uh, already. So I I, I don't really don't need anybody else. It, you know, I I just yeah. <laughs> she's actually a pretty but good also, character. She's uh. She's she's really good actually for certain I got her situations. For my first like free, I, I, oh, nice. I got like ten wishes or something. Yeah. When I turned level ten, <laughs> and I just like oh, okay, yeah, just use them whatever banner is up here. Yeah. Once but you pull it, that it credit card out, game. once you pull that credit card out for the yeah. first time, there's no going back. It's just, oh, man. It's just you I'm can't. Like gonna be on my guard and it's like just a little bit. I mean, I'm saving up for another college degree too, so I can't yeah. I can't be spending up. You don't need that. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of a lot of I realized when with that game, a lot of the four star characters are actually better than the five star characters. The reason being is because they're actually obtainable, and um, it's it's yeah, it's much easier to get their constellation complete in comparison to a five star character. Because for a five star character, and I'm not even joking, usually people have to spend up to a thousand dollars to get a five star character's constellation finished. Because uh, I because I follow um, content creators on YouTube who do that for a living, and they're able to you know write that off as a business expense, and they get monies from their monetized video, so they can they're fine. Yeah, but they're they're literally like, do not do this, do not do what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah, we we got to make it clear. Genshin Impact, pay pay money at your own risk, and and, yeah. and we are not even going to get into the debate on whether it's. A better alternative to loot boxes or whatever that's a whole different conversation that i am not qualified to answer right right but um what about you justin did you uh do you have any games um, you want to talk about this year oh i thought we were still on genshin impact <laughs> no i don't want to spend this whole podcast talking about genshin because i could but i won't <laughs> I will, i'll say quickly i did spend some time on genshin impact as well but i stopped because i realized i'd much rather watch other people play it than play it myself because I just because the enemies just got too tanky after a while. Yeah. And I didn't want to do all that DPS calculation. So oh, as, yeah. for, as for anime games that are actually made by Japan and not China that I played this year, I've I've already gone over 13 Sentinels before, so I won't dwell too much on that. Other than it's definitely one of my favorite games of all time now. Really love that game. Uh, that now as for now as for anything else, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Finally got to experience the Xenoblade Chronicles so glad, yeah. through, some, through something besides Let's Plays. Good for and you, man. It man, it was. You didn't have to I play it on 3DS. <laughs> Me too. Are we? Oh uh, yeah. I, so I'm clunky. Glad I waited for the Switch edition. That way, I can actually, you know, see where I'm supposed to grind. Because yeah, that game is big and not always in the greatest of ways. To be honest, it's the. It's like a lot of the side quests are just fetch quests, mm -hmm. and, and and the gameplay itself isn't you know the greatest because it's it's mostly like MMO like combat and such. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, I, it had a lot of quality of life updates yeah, with the love, definitive yeah. edition. Yeah, and I love love being able to equip armor while switching while actually switching the costumes so Stoke doesn't look stupid. Mm -hmm. Or 
Oh, uh, actually, that was like a really nice quality of life feature that I didn't expect at all. The like whole uh, changing your appearance. Yeah, that, yeah, because I always found that when you equip the best armor, it, it looks a little stupid on some of the Yeah, characters. for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, it was def definitely definitely a really great game. I'm glad I played it. It took me a month to beat that game, though. And then a little longer to beat the uh, new the new uh, Future Connected thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm re really, really glad I played that. And uh, also really love uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Loved all, loved all the uh, improvements they've made on Final Fantasy over the years. Loved how all the different characters played. Loved the loved the storytelling. The side quests were just okay. <laughs> I, um, the uh, the the moment where Cloud gets to dance that is that is gold. That uh, that was gold. Really loved that. And uh, I still I'm 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 liking Hades too, like everyone else. But I've only beaten one run of it, so. No real opinion. No real opinion on that, other than it's a good game. But I, but everyone knows it's a good game at this point. And uh, yeah, I, I mostly I, I try my best to like get through like some of the game of the year candidates this year. In between other stuff, like I played Ghost of Tsushima, that was decent. Played Last of Us Two, that was less decent. Um, but I did finish both of them. D decent swan songs for the PS4 lineup, I'd say. And uh, I didn't. I didn't get to playing the new Doom game. I did play Animal Crossing, but I'll leave that up to someone who played more than me. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> talk about that. And, a uh, and uh and other than that, when it came to like games that didn't come out this year, I'm, I played a bunch of horror games during October. Like holy crap! Finally got to play the Resident Evil Two remake. And yeah, you guys are right. It, it was pretty good. Uh, I have everyone who said it was like one of the best games Capcom came out came out with. Yeah, it was it was yeah. pretty good. Resident Evil Three remake. It was just okay. wasn't wasn't great, but I didn't think it was horrible. And uh, there and uh, I I finally got also got to check out Parasite Eve, and then found out oh yeah that's right it's an early PS One Square RPG. <laughs> that means a lot of jank and a lot of like bank controls. And it's like. Stupid instant kill stuff. Oh uh, yeah, like quick time commands and stuff like that. Without, no, basically they put me into a chase scene that I was not prepared for, and if you lose it, you have to beat the final boss again. Ah, uh, classic. Save. Uh. save after you beat the final boss. I was like, really? And you and good luck getting finishing that chase scene without a guide because it or or save states. Yeah. Mm. If you ever play that game, play it on an emulator because there's a lot of bullshit in there that they just don't tell you. Oh, yeah. good old JRPGs. Yeah. Overall, though, I I know people say 2020 is one of the best years for gaming and one of the best best things uh, in a really crappy year. So, but overall, yeah, I definitely I definitely see that I definitely see that with a lot of the games that came out. But uh, it's uh. It's definitely it's definitely something we've had to do more since it's since going outside was sort of limited, but right. uh, definitely uh, yeah I'm definitely I'm definitely glad I'm definitely glad about with the video games I've played so far I haven't played any like I haven't played any ter anything terrible from the big releases although to be fair I did avoid some and there's still so many that I have to get to that we'll discuss later but for now let's go let's talk let's see what our Animal Crossing expert has to say. <laughs> So, 
Yeah, fun fact, this is actually the first uh, Animal Crossing game I ever played, uh, believe it or not. Um, my girlfriend was just super into it, and then she was, like, really excited when, when this one was coming out. And I was like, ah, it's like a Sims, like, friendship with animals game. But uh, it turns out, uh, especially with this one, you can really just build your whole island. You can customize everything. And then just with the, like, I had friends from, like, high school and from college, and yes, they were all girls, <laughs> but they were also, like, playing it and on my Switch friends, and, and I was able to see, like, oh, hey, could I come over to your island and be like, oh, sure, let's, let's like, give you, like, this rare furniture or, like, seashells or, like, just whatever random crafting materials and stuff. And, and that was another part is the crafting. Um, in previous games, I guess you could only, like, uh, buy the different it's mostly furniture and, and stuff but now you can actually make it you can make your own tools mm -hmm. and i stuff. i would also like to own property and furniture right i think i would enjoy this oh game oh my gosh what, what, like, what, what, what would you want to have to pay off like rack the racks ah uh, true <laughs> you, you can't escape like loans of like hundred thousand yeah dollars um yeah. but i mean i've seen some pictures of like what people have made online is like modern houses and like all this stuff and it's like that looks like i i wish i could live there like cyberpunk themed I thought, islands I thought oh my gosh one. yeah people have made like entire like tokyo like downtown city looking mm -hmm. islands because you get like custom patterns too that you can make um but yeah i've i've really enjoyed animal crossing i, I don't want to talk to all yeah, that much about it, but it's been cool. Of, speaking of your girlfriend really enjoying, I know that a yes. lot of I, I know that a lot of my 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 own female friends uh, that who don't even play video games, they got that game just to play it because oh, yeah. the pandemic time didn't help. And I also know that a lot of people's girlfriends also like like <laughs> play, play mm -hmm. the game more than like 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 Donkey's wife Leia. I know she liked it more than him. Yahtzee's wife, she 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 kept hogging his switch to play Animal Crossing. And like, and, and also like, yeah, it, I, it's just like, yeah, it, I guess, I guess the, I guess it has a, yeah, I'm not an expert on, yeah, I, I did took a, a gender studies, uh, 101 class in college. So, so actually I am an expert in, uh, why girls like certain games. No, I have, I have no idea why, no, no, why no, it is, you but not. Gender not that. <laughs> that was, that's the extent of my, my knowledge on the subject, but. I mean, yeah, it's it's just a fun kind of pastime because it, it doesn't like have after you pay off your your debt and you you build your house to the maximum size. There isn't technically like an end goal. It's just make you know your island however you want it to be. Um, and they've been there's been so many like, like content updates for every like holiday. Every month there's new bugs and fish and all kinds of stuff to get. So it's. But it's more like just like a passive. It, it does remind me in a couple of ways of like mobile games, even though that's not a really great comparison. But it's just like there's kind of daily stuff. Okay, let me check the the shop whether it's on today. Let me check. Well, the clothing there is an Animal Crossing there. mobile game too. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is a Pocket Camp or something. Yeah, uh, I think it's basically. I never got into that one. I think it's it's, it's basically the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah, it's this is like a more, with microtransactions. Like oh, yeah. oh, that one does have oh gosh. I think so. This one, at least it's only all the DLC is is free as far as I can tell. Yeah. This one. Um, but it's just a definite like refinement of all of the previous like Animal Crossing content and and stuff. Um, awesome. That they they add some. Still, there's like some quality of life things like crafting multiple items at the same time. 
uh, would definitely be awesome if you could do that and just like using crafting materials from your inventory or like from your like storage in your house uh even if you're not in your house that would be nice but yeah mm-hmm. uh, well yeah. we'll see i don't um, know i feel like nintendo's hmm. been pretty supportive of the game on a regular basis for updates yeah i feel like that this game has gotten more like just content like literally almost monthly yeah updates than than any other other i think uh yeah. i think it's already past arms and patches <laughs> yeah it's true it has Although, but although to be fair, like I think Arms is kind of a dead game. Nah, no, that was the joke. Animal <laughs> Crossing is, itself is not even adding. To, yeah, like, Min Min to Smash seemed to revital. I don't think there's any revitalizing Arms. I know, like, I know. Yeah. Steve I liked it. Steve got uh got well. I don't know if Steve was was why Minecraft just got popular again, because oh, because so. Minecraft just gets. I may have some more insight into pop- that. As I well. think it. I think it was VTubers. <laughs> Yeah, so um, on on some other uh, gosh, I got a lot of other games that I was playing this year. I, I at first I was having a hard time um, finding what else I played this year, but then when I was looking at it, it's like, well, it's actually only like two or three games, but I've just played so much of them. Um, so it was the the Fire Emblem Three Houses DLC also dropped like at the beginning of the year. That was yeah, I remember that because it was like ah. the fourth house, but it turns out that was its own side story like outside of everything else but then when you beat that you had the ability to recruit those other the ashen wolves uh four characters yeah, into was- any other main like oh story. i didn't know that yeah yeah i, yeah, I didn't finish it so it didn't really yeah clarify main, that that much plot. it's like it's like it's, it's just like okay it's its own kind of side story everything. yeah which i feel like is kind of good in the sense that it was a more like finely tuned so you can only go in with like uh, six or seven characters and you can't like change or promote any of them so you get like dimitri and and oh gosh i can't remember um, metal guard and the deer guy yeah like <laughs> claude deer guy. <laughs> i'm kidding i right. know claude. Yeah, claude yeah um and then what was the uh lindhart and these guys but they like have their own kind of set roles and whereas in the main game um you can pretty much like class customize any character to any of the classes which is almost like unheard of for other fire emblem games um, although, get, although like like some of the more <laughs> modern fire emblems you can get really overpowered I yeah and that was kind of a, so that was kind of a complaint of i mean i i don't think three houses all has that many like criticisms there there are definitely some valid criticisms like there's like the only way to get op and three houses really is just to keep new game plusing pretty much yeah yeah. which is understandable yeah the dlc definitely like was a much more refined experience in that sense and and so i enjoyed it um other games so quickly kind of uh i got through paper mario origami king um that was was okay They're, they're trying to like recapture the original like Paper Mario, apparently the Paper Mario fans are like some of just the most like loud fans because they just <laughs> yes. As a Paper Mario fan, I hated it. Yeah. Like, it was okay. It was they okay just though. Keep changing the like the the gimmick, that's definitely what it feels like each game. And the past few ones, Sticker Star, Sticker Star, and, like, Color, Color Splash, Splash. definitely like yeah. going off the rails. Um, and this one, they, they, I feel like they try to bring it back to more of like what worked, but the, the thing that really works, the, the true like secret magic 
of, in my opinion, the um, Paper Mario series is like the the characters and the uniqueness of their different stories and stuff. And when who was it? Someone um, uh, the higher up, someone will will know about it. Uh, they're like, yeah, you actually cannot create new characters. You can only use or like modify any of the existing like Nintendo uh, cast of of characters. You can't have like a dark uh, toad or any anything like that. Um, you Why, just have okay, to stick with like Mario, Luigi, Peach. Oh yeah. Where, oh, that was uh. Anyone remember Miyamoto? That was Miyamoto. Yeah. Yeah. He actually personally hates the series. Well, I don't think he hates it. He's just like we already have. He said at one on one interview, we already have a Mario and Luigi RPG series. We don't need to. And and I'm like, that's different. Yeah, that's different. I don't know if it's dead. I mean, we had the Superstar remake not too long ago. For Switch, well, what, the, the, well, the, well, not Switch, the company, plus 3DS. The company's dead. The company mm. that make the Mario Luigi games have gone bankrupt, haven't they? They're dead now. I thought they were a Nintendo the subsidiary Chinese that makes them. No, I think they're on their way to death. Yeah. Mm. Well, at any rate, I don't but, think yeah, they will throw it out entirely. <laughs> yeah. I expect more from the um, RPG yeah, series. The... Mm. And it's yeah, it's interesting where it's gonna go um and just nintendo in general i feel like this may be a bigger topic but they have definitely just been shooting themselves in the foot like both feet now their whole character like is mario he's supposed to jump really high and and he just he can't really do it anymore and it's definitely like executive decisions for like we we talked about this in a previous um podcast but like the canceling of the smash tournaments the um these Mm -hmm. limited releases then of games as well that's just like maybe someone in some boardroom executive was like oh we gotta protect the ip we gotta you know make these very like business decisions and like the the nintendo ninjas um that are like really like tracking down people that are like modding the switch and i've heard some stories about that they're they're, like literally stalking like modders and and stuff they have this one guy they had like his whole day planned out to like find the best time to like track him down it is crazy and it's just like going way too much to the extreme for the people that like honestly love their games the most are getting shit on it feels like um Ah. but i don't know anyway uh some other games i played was the the pokemon dlc and and it's just like oh okay cool it's a bunch of legendary pokemon but it's not really like a continuation of the like original plot if there even was much of one in sword and shield this is like ah okay but it's i'm hopeful for maybe more that we may get more from pokemon this year they they really seem to be hyping up um there's like a pokemon new year's day stream thing and we may get in remakes or something else but eh, they're kind of on shaky grounds then just in general and i feel like if the next game isn't like a, a big hit then a lot of the, the fans that have been staying through um, the years is with like the issues with with the Dexit and and you can't have all the Pokemon in the games anymore. Like if if they don't find a way to appease everyone somehow, then it, it may just be getting even worse, going even further downhill. Yeah, I saw a bit of that DLC, and it wasn't the first one was not great from what I saw. It was basically really repet. It was really repetitive with like what was the Diglett stuff or whatever. Yeah, and then the second one has even more of that. Then there's even you got to track down really? like fifty 
footprints of of these other legendary Pokemon, and it's oh. it's just like least, it I'll, does I'll feel like they're kind of running out of ideas. At least the but there were some cool ideas. Pokemon. The part where you're tracking down the legendary birds, like it gets the closest to like, oh wow, that was actually kind of cool. You actually had to like chase them around the the world, but it's just like uh, when you're when you're going around the world, you're just like reminded of like, oh, it's not that great of a world, and, and you're seeing like all the other Pokemon like pop in and pop out, and it's just they the Pokemon Company was like really good at making games on the DS and the 3DS, and it just feels like their skills haven't really necessarily, even though the tech has gotten better, it feels like they're kind of still stuck in that era. The The character animations, the uh, all, all that stuff, it just feels like they themselves need to advance and, and mature, but uh, we'll see. I mean, again, this is their first quote-unquote full 3D game, mm. so... Oh, on the Switch, yeah. in a sense. Is it well? Yeah. There was like a Coliseum and XD on the GameCube, but that was, that was a different company. That wasn't very good. Though. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. I played them. It was but like remember, you a just... more dark take, and I, it, I feel I, like Pokemon kind of hasn't gone back to that. I would level. definitely put those in front of Sword and Shield, personally. <laughs> yeah, the story. I, I would agree. Um, uh, story wise, yeah, the gameplay is really dated, though. Uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't go back. Like, it's like dated back then. Technically, their first 3D was X and Y, and that was a smash hit, right? Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. Wait, I, I think wait, so. Wait, I thought yeah. black and white was. I thought black. I was, I'm much confused for. No, black, black and white's a fan favorite. Black X and, and Y was like, hated. Yeah, the the uh black sheep in a sense, black and white sheep almost of the yeah. series. Really, I thought people loved. I thought people loved the black and white game. They do now, but when. So when they first came out, uh, Gen 5 Black and White was definitely panned uh, by critics because, wow. oh, as it turns out, uh, you couldn't catch any of the Pokemon from previous games until you beat the story, and even then it was like very limited. And it turns out, like, oh, same thing with Sword and Shield. Uh, you get rid of half of the decks, and people complain, and they're like, oh, wow, this is really surprising. We don't have Pikachu anymore, and then people are, are sad. I, I can't. Uh, actually, well, I'm <laughs> That's sure like, I think Pikachu was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, so in my opinion, you don't necessarily have to be able to catch every single. It's like almost a thousand now. But the fact that you couldn't bring them in in any capacity and and battle with them, and even with like the whole Pokemon Home and and there's all these other third party or not third party, but like other additions to to kind of bring every all of them even from pokemon go yeah now you can bring in but then they're like oh no you still can't it's, battle with them on the big screen i think that was the main complaint for a lot of people is that they promoted pokemon home and the pokebank and all these additional membership oriented mm -hmm. softwares to keep your pokemon saved oh, yeah that are and then based. they yeah, yeah they're, they're subscription based yeah. and then they I didn't follow have. through with any of them and that was uh, that was a lot of people's gripes is that you yeah. know they've been keeping those Pokemon that they've had you know most of their childhood that they've been transferring through the games and now they're they have to cut it cold turkey there. Yeah, I still mm. got a Pokemon from Gen Two that I've been carrying for almost twenty years, and I'm like, I just want my Hound. I just oh, wow. want my Hound doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot I could talk about Pokemon, and, and I'll definitely be following it when wherever it goes. Then I guess this this year, good or bad. But hey, you don't have to um, suffer through that on our account. Kind of. Yeah, we really don't. Oh, <laughs> I mean, not. we'll see for the podcast. 
Um, but so interesting note or or like trend um, I I picked up on then was games that uh, in a way tried to patch the the story uh, of the original. So I want to talk briefly without spoiling like too heavily. But uh, Half Life Alex and then uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, the the new like Breath of the Wild prequel. Um, they both did things with their story that kind of not invalidated, but like basically patched or, or changed the endings of well, Half-Life 2 and then of Age of Calamity, in a sense, um, with time travel and, and shenanigans. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I guess it's like we're waiting to see <laughs> where it goes with this, where Half-Life 3, if that ever even comes out, and then Breath of the Wild 2, where that where that even goes but i don't know i kind of have an issue in that it's like the writers are like oh actually people didn't really like these character deaths basically uh let's mm-hmm. let's just make them alive again let's just like not have the sadness of your favorite characters valve dying. is like valve is like this is why there can't be half-life 3 yeah <laughs> like i don't know and it just it, someone brought it up um i think it was some video that i was watching that is like Nintendo is saying that they don't want their games to have death and and to deal with these dark topics and stuff. Even with Zelda, I forgot if that was like some interview or just some like hot take that, that Wait, someone was having. That's um, weird. Because but like it, it just it makes me think of the older Zelda games and like Majora's Mask and stuff that like constantly had yeah a lot of dark themes and a lot yeah. of yeah even um, Twilight Princess and there's like but, a lot of even in the Zelda series. That deals with heavy topics and mm-hmm. genocide, even and stuff like that. And then now in these games, they're like, "Oh no, your favorite character died. Oh well, let's just we'll, we'll bring him back to life with time travel. There you go, they're back." And it's like it feels like they're just babying us even even further. And I I don't really like it. But if there's some like really story reason that we that we really needed them, like maybe. But I. I feel like it's it's a bit of a crutch that that writers shouldn't I think, be able uh, to like patch change the story after mm-hmm. it's happened. Yeah, so opinion. not really retcon it, but that's a good topic because when you think of like Nintendo games, like Fire Emblem does deal with death all oh, the time, yeah. mm-hmm. death of your party, death to the enemies. So for them to start retconning, that's a little bit weird to me. Death to your time. <laughs> yeah. Too. I remember one um, note from Three Houses in particular. The first time that you bring your students out into like a fight against actual like uh, bandits or, or something that's not just like a training exercise. After um, what was it like? After a character kills someone for the first time, they they each have like a unique dialogue. Like, oh wow, I didn't think we would actually do that. Or yeah, I remember that. Like, oh, that was a lot of fun. But point me at the next guy. That's like, <laughs> but but someone was like, it just adds a lot more like depth to the yeah characteristics of, of them and point out like yeah this is the real world like you're actually ironically uh kill people or you're gonna die that was like the edgiest uh that's definitely the edgiest um fire emblem they've written or the darkest if you want to put it that way um easily like well yeah for the most part yeah i would say i would say radiant i would say radiant dawn and um those games were pretty dark but i would say this one tackles 
This this one this one ta was much more ambitious in the issues it tackled, and out of any Fire Emblem I've played, period. Um, because like your allies can become yeah the enemies just after. Because I mean, oh gosh, and they're like your students too, and you don't you develop such a like bond with them, and then some of them even if they're like in even if you recruited them, brought them over to your house, like for some characters in particular, they just with their family ties or whatever, they'll mm -hmm. still like end up on an opposing team after the after the time skip. Yeah. Um, this is like because a lot you may of, be able to recruit them back and you may not be able to. A lot yeah. of games tippy toe around like religion and politics, um, youth and um and and you know, killing people and um Three Houses really didn't pull any punches when it came to that I felt and I thought that was a really interesting take. I don't know who wrote that written that. Um I don't know if it was Intelligent Systems or um uh Koei Tecmo, but um I don't know. I'll say Koei Tecmo. I've lost a lot of faith in intelligence systems over the years. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, uh I get where you're going with that. It, it is kind of weird because you know, they've kind of dropped so many darker titles recently for them to do that kind of 180. Yeah. Oh, poor, yeah, it was so actually we'll both intelligence systems and Koei Tecmo. Yeah, I think they. I think Koei Tecmo just made some script changes as well. They were out, probably. That's <laughs> possible. Um, but yeah, then the last game um, I've actually just been playing recently in December here is Minecraft again <laughs> online. Um, we got a server with some of the other guys uh, in the Discord then, and it's just I, I haven't played since the Nether update. They added oh, wow. a bunch more stuff to the the Hell Dimension basically, um, and it's been fun. It's it's always a blast when you're playing with like other people and and um like everyone's kind of at different levels of like knowledge about the game like some for some it's like the first time playing and then others like well i played like two updates ago what are what are these new mm -hmm. villager what are, what are they doing now and so it's and there's stuff even i don't know about so i gotta like look up how to do it but um but it's it's, it's fun it's it's a outlet to be creative right. and have have adventures with some other people that you may or may not really know online uh, that's about it uh all right, right demar yeah. it's finally your turn all right yeah, what, what have you been up to i think last year was the year of rpgs for me because i went through persona 5 royal played uh final fantasy 14 with Corey and the team and a lot of dank and rumpa because can't have 2020 without child killing but um <laughs> there you go they go on uh, Persona 5 Royal. I think that was a good um, update to the original um, game where it was enough to warrant two playthroughs. They did a lot of script and um, quality of life changes to it where you can actually progress faster and you could finish dungeons in one to two days if you wanted to. Well you, so, could do that, well, you could do that in the first in the first game too. But yeah, but you had to make sure you had enough stuff for MP. Mm -hmm. I mean SP, and um, yeah. it was a lot harder. I mean, I did it, but this time around, they give you extra boosts. They give you certain items where you can recover, so you can play through the dungeons and then live like a high school kid because that's the important part of those games. Um, what else? Like Danganronpa, I'm actually almost done with the whole series. I'm just wrapping up three right now. So, really good series. I never got into visual novels. Like, I might play with one or two people, but 
the writing of uh, Dangarupa was actually pretty good for its time. Yeah, and, I, lo- yeah, yeah. I love the Danganronpa series. Uh, yep. Re- re- really good. Can't- and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they'll make another one though, because I really do. I feel like with V three, they kind of like expended all their good ideas. Well, that and so, the uh, original creator left along with a lot of the team. Yeah, that too. So he doesn't have the IP anymore. It'd be up to Spike Chunsoft to try to milk it. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So they are planning to do another series because they just had a, a podcast on the anniversary. So there is inclinations of a new series. It will probably be like outside of the universe because they pretty much wrapped up that trilogy of games. So that'll be interesting what they yeah. actually do for the next one. Cool. And played a lot of old school Genesis games. I got like the itch for some reason, wanted to play like original Sonic, Sonic 3, and China Force. So that kind of wrapped up my year last year as far as video games. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty fulfilling year. No Sonic yeah. 06? Did that make the cut? He said, oh, Genesis games, not... I know, but, you know, maybe tie, in, tie, tie it in somehow, you know? Not, Sonic died in 97 for me. Yeah, he <laughs> really did. I heard the Sonic movie sequels, maybe. Yeah, it, it probably will, yeah. In the future. With Knuckles, that's that's all they have to name it. It's just Sonic With the movie Knuckles. and Knuckles, and and that's <laughs> all you need. You all you need. We've had to end Knuckles to anything at this point. Yeah, I hope it's a boom design. Um, uh, Knuckles, where he's just like swole as hell. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, Paper Mario and Knuckles. Yeah, but um, <laughs> they got him in Smash Bros. So it can be Smash Bros. and Knuckles. I also yeah. kind of wanted to gloss over some expectations for games and. 2021 um okay, but, but first shout out shout out shout out a little bit of a quick shout out to all the multiplayer games that also kept the same that also kept the same throughout 2020. oh yeah for sure oh, yeah Thank, thanks fortnite and i know i know rust is really popular right now all that all that stuff yes we know about them moving all right Corey. next topic please okay <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah like so the I kind of wanted to go over a little bit on the not too much cyberpunk because we've kind of beaten that down, but they um, have been putting out some some more patches, actually quite a lot. They put out like seven patches so far. We're at like version one point zero seven. So I'm I mean we're I'm just kind of wondering like will this be the next No Man's Sky? Yes. Uh, it, it will will be, they pay back? Remember, uh, I'm split. Don't remember that No Man's Sky was uh was it's like that that was made by like a technically an indeveloped independent like team who are like who are, well like yeah who are attached to who are attached to somebody who forced them to get the original game out early yeah Sony content. Sony <laughs> um but and there's also a core difference between the two games in that No Man's Sky didn't really launch really buggy and that they didn't really have to patch fix anything well i'm not gonna say anything but they didn't have to fix most of the things it's just that a lot of promises were made and they just weren't there whereas with cyberpunk yes like most things a lot of things are broken in cyberpunk and the promise was made that you could actually play it on last gen but you can't so um well you can't reasonably play it 
so um they have to they have a lot of groundwork to do to make it runnable on the ps4 and xbox one or scrap it all together i'm not sure what plans they have for it but there's going to be a lot of optimization patches for sure yeah um like i want it to get better but at the same time i part of me doesn't because i don't want it to be like a example for the industry because of just how awfully the like programmers and everyone was like treated and all the crunch and stuff yeah that's where i'm split because if it does do well if it like does win game of the war game of the year 2021 or i don't know um you get get a bunch of awards and stuff basically i don't want other development like companies to look at it and be like oh well they crunched and made it all work and it sold you know whatever revenue Uh, it won't win any awards I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think that we're kind of past that, though. It's just the... Yeah. The, the, uh, the, I mean, I they... Who knows they still, we'll see. With, with the up, with 2021 is the, is the year where we'll probably start seeing, like, the games that games affected by COVID the most. The games that were actually the last. Yeah, the least, developments, uh, cycles. There'll be a lack of games. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, I think the damage has been done, though. Like, whether or not they uh, make the big fixes to Cyberpunk, I think the uh, the publisher, which I think is Warner, and sure. and um you know the executives at CD Projekt Red are like we are never doing that again, because they that hurt them bad like their stocks dove dove, yeah. and like, like all the bad press. I mean, reputation's hard to rebuild, really hard. Yes, it is. Yeah, and the fourth point. Sky was a miracle, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, but again, uh, CG Pro- Project Red is a AAA studio. It's not a Hello yeah. game. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. That's the other yeah. thing that yeah. And unfortunately, they will have to fix the game because, like you said, their reputation's on the line. Mm-hmm. And the oh, same yeah. way Mar- uh, Nintendo protect Mario and their uh, IPs, CG Project Red has to protect this game because they won't be able to develop anything else fully until this moves over because that's what i was thinking like we were talking about witcher earlier and if they're ever planning to make a, a witcher 4 you know everyone's going to be like oh wait you're the cyberpunk guys like why would we ever want to pre-order the witcher 4 or anything like that um, yeah the same thing kind of with like yeah. the let's not forget that on the initial <laughs> launch witcher um, <laughs> 3 ran like a bastard oh it was awful yeah, apparently the more I'm finding out about these guys, I don't yeah. know. Uh, but they usually clean up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They just if they are a little more polished and maybe a couple more months, you know, maybe it wouldn't be, have been as bad. Yeah. Um. Also, I wanted to bring up games that since um you talked about it, Justin, games that are getting delayed, and we're gonna start to see that really hit this year. Um, Halo Infinite, the the original launch title for the Series X. Infinitely. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't play Halo, so I went. Infinite delay, yeah. I played uh, a couple, like, gosh, back yeah. in high school. Um, yeah. My brother was a lot better <laughs> than uh, me at, at shooter games. But... I'll let you weigh in on that, Jamar, because no opinion for me here. Yeah. Um, I was a big Halo fan um, until Bungie left and 343 Industries took over. And since yeah. then, it's kind of been crap. Yeah, I'm about so the same boat. They've been trying to uh, kind of build back to those pre-343 um, 
three days. So when they had that preview of Infinite and it tanked, they're like, we have to rebuild it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. But I wouldn't be surprised if they delay it again because they need this title. Microsoft needs this title to land. Yeah. 343 needs this game to be like Halo 1 was for the Xbox. I really doubt it, but <laughs> we'll but, see. Yeah. It'll be something to see. I think for me, the last good one was Reach, but even then, yep. Reach was like, oh yeah, they just they, it didn't have the Spark 3 did, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully they can make a comeback with Halo, because I mean, even though I'm not really hard into the series anymore like I used to be, I would really like to see it make a comeback. Um, and, so, and uh, you talked about it a little bit, Nick, but uh, Breath of the Wild 2, you know, we're going to see some story changes there, and mm-hmm. I honestly, I would peg that for winter. Personally, I think it's going to be ready for winter release. At the very it might be, but the hot take is that there may be, like, that Nintendo is secretly working on some sort of Switch Pro or, or Switch 2 or something like that, or Switch U. Well, yeah, like, but yeah. Nintendo... Um, and, go ahead. Anything like the uh, Breath of the Wild sequel maybe coming out on that. Just... Oh. Uh, well, the thing is the about yeah. the... Pro is well knowing knowing Nintendo if they do come out with a Switch Pro, which it's heavily speculated they will, they're gonna make it run on both, and they're gonna so do gonna a similar be, situation yeah. to the 3DS um, XL or what they call it, the new 3DS XL or the new 3DS where yeah, 3D, not um, at all. Yeah. yeah, so they're gonna do a similar thing where there's probably gonna be a better processor and graphics on the new Switch. So I think. If if that does happen, Breath of the Wild will probably be 30 frames per second, 1080p locked on the original, whereas you'll get 60 frames per second, 1080p, or like a high performance mode on the new Switch, which will be 30 frames, but it'll be like, um, whatever, 1440p, probably. I can't see it going any higher than 1440p, personally. We'll but, see. Yeah, it's still um, going to have like the undocked mode. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna have to have the undocked mode as well. But that's a lot of tech speculation. Overall, I still think uh, they'll they'll aim for Q4 this year because you. I mean, at the same time, Nintendo has so many um, subsidiary studios within that are like Breath of the Wild came out at this point um, over three years ago. So that's around the. I would imagine. I would imagine they're they're nearing the end of the development cycle for it. Even though they did put out a little, quite a bit of DLC for Breath of the Wild, I would say they're coming they're coming pretty close. Uh, mm-hmm. Because we saw a lot. It's going to be a lot of uh, the same assets too. Because it's we're still working in the same world. Um, yeah, same yeah. characters and stuff. So th- this is a, a unique situation where there's not been many Zelda games that continue where the other one left off. I. I'm trying to remember any. Mm-hmm. The only ones I think I can remember are like the, the Spirit Track yeah, series. Mask. And, oh, Majora's Mask, yeah. yeah. Over, no, I think yeah. Phantom Hourglass. That yeah, Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks were yeah, um, the those two. Yeah, the same models and stuff. Technically Zelda 2, but, yeah. but, but that was just the same Link, but it wasn't uh, the same uh, Zelda. That, yeah. that was weird. But yeah, essentially. No, no, just like kind of like the first true sequel. 
Yeah, okay, I don't to me, think... Oh, actually, fun fact, Twilight Princess uses the same engine as Wind Waker, I think I remember hearing. Huh. Uh, so that makes... It's like totally different art style and everything, but I feel like I remember hearing that somewhere. Makes some sense. Uh, I'm sure Skyward Sword does too, because it looks like shit on Wii. Oh god, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to say that was also the same sort of something. I mean, but Wii maybe that will get an update with like the 31st... Yeah, I think there's going to be a remake. If we're doing like... Uh, game speculation release. Um, they may get the same sort of limited release <laughs> oh man it, gosh watch it like also go away on march 31st like what why is it always march 31st like i'll take it back yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a remaster they won't build it from the ground up they're too lazy yeah i mean i mean yeah the, the mario one more bloom effects <laughs> yes yeah, yeah all of them were remasters yeah i'm fine with new bloom effects <laughs> It, it, it's still a decent looking game after almost four years. Just bump up the frame rate. Oh yeah, and definitely. Yeah, I think we have another no, game of the year. No motion controls, perfect. Thank you. Keep yeah. it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, motion controls came out during a time before we realized they were not a good idea. Um. Also, will platinum ever release Bayonetta three? Tune in next time. We'll <laughs> to find out. There's just um, been like no updates. Uh, yeah. Platinum's got a lot on their plate. Then, um, gosh, Metroid Prime Four that they got a new like developer or someone that's like. Oh yeah, that was a while back, but back yeah. Like Square One or who knows? Yeah. I feel like Metroid Prime, they got a lot of like story. If they want to make it game a, a good. Oh, you know, definitely. They could that. dive deep in Metroid lore. There's a lot to There's work just with. So much, yeah. It's just Japan doesn't production. really care for it. Is is usually why it kind of gets the short end of the stick. There mm. is it's more of a Western title. Uh, well, it's oh, it, it's more successful yeah. in the West. It doesn't really sell many copies in Japan. Is why they kind of shafted a lot. Yeah, and with the not so great reception of uh, Metroid Other M, of course. Um, could be worse though. Could be F Zero. And and stick with like what made the first three Prime games good and, and yeah like, was like Prime Federation Force. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't really like uh, that either. That, that, that game does not exist. <laughs> I'm so sorry for even mentioning it. Please please wipe that out of the <laughs> delete that from the, the thing. Please edit that. Yeah, that uh, problem. Sorry. Also, uh, Dying Light Two. I'm looking forward to that, but it's been like delayed, delayed, delayed by um, Deep Silver. I think is the one who produces or develops that. And uh, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure Deep Silver is still under THQ. But, um... I think so. Like, that's, like those, are, those are the guys who made the Saints Row games, right? Um, I'm pretty positive they used to. Saints Row is kind of an interesting example because um, I know it changed hands a couple times. Also, Corey, it's Techland that uh, is doing uh, Dying Light 2. Oh, right, right, right. Techland yeah. did the first game as well. And Deep Silver, I think, is the publisher. Oh, no, they're self-publishing this one. Oh, wow. Huh. Maybe that's why it's taking so long to come out. <laughs> Possibly. But, yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to that because Dying Light's just a really fun game. I think it's... It's easily one of the most ambitious, if not the most ambitious zombie game I've ever played. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we kind of already talked about Pokemon quite a bit. 
and uh you know hopefully the the next pokemon games that come out um yeah aren't the same aren't the same regurgitated material they've been doing for the past 20 30 years yeah i know that i mean that is how they get that is how they uh get get the audience and all the all the all the pokemon spin-off games for the most part oh who's looking forward to pokemon snap too <laughs> i bet i am actually fun, but yeah again just really like only good pokemon game. series yeah <laughs> it should be it should be pretty fun though uh-huh. um so you mentioned it or actually i don't know if if you mentioned uh bug snacks earlier Corey. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mention bug snacks. But... We didn't talk about bug snacks because no one remembers bug snacks now. I remember. So for the best uh, release game of the PS5, uh, bug snacks. It's not, um... it's not Demon Souls remake. It's bug snacks. <laughs> so I had this like, definitely in terms of like bringing back to Pokemon. If Pokemon could do something more like that, where for all of like it, it was kind of not a very long game, bug snacks and like kind of silly and all that, but. If Pokemon could sort of take some sort of like approach like that, where it's like there was much more interaction with the creatures with the yeah. bug snacks, um, and a lot of people were saying like, "Oh wow, if this was like Pokemon, that would be really cool." Yeah. Like actually, catching I could them see that. Off, like the types and stuff, um, and it was like kind of open world, and you can just go wherever, and you didn't have to go into like the oh you run into one, and then it's like the turn based battle starts. Yeah, you know, sort of it takes you out of the immersion yeah, but it's it's kind of the thing with pokemon is that there, there's so many moves and it's hard to really program like like you can't like you can't dodge like you can in the anime yeah yeah system it'd be hard i think they would I have to do damned if they don't sort of like yeah, first I wouldn't th- the main formula it, in yeah. my opinion i mean i wouldn't say it would be hard to program is just gonna take effort and unfortunately yeah. If Game Freak, the ones that usually do the games, the game freak to put an effort. Yeah, exactly. Because they kind of do the same animation from '96 to now, where Pikachu use a tail wag and he does actually he or she Pikachu. I'm not going to put a gender title on it. Does actually gender by the tails. That's true. (laughs) But if they don't interact with the fighting other opposing Pokemon, like. We're in 2020. It's not the uh, Game Boy anymore. Yeah, like they've done it in the um, past. Even so, Pokemon Battle Revolution, a game that like a lot of people forget, um, they actually had them. Most people didn't like, like it very much. But they did have like the for the physical attacks. You'd have your Pokemon go up and like it actually punch the other guy, yeah. and it'd, like be knocked back. But then all all future games like, oh no, that's too violent. We can't show Pikachu getting smacked up in the face like with a punch attack like we, we just have to like to, to be fair, that is, that, to be fair, that then, is better like, animation yeah. than the digimon games i, mean, I don't know <laughs> if you ever played digimon cyber sleuth but those uh, attacks no. did not look like did not yeah look like. i heard the one digimon game is like really good but it wasn't localized maybe that was cyber sleuth uh, no cyber sleuth's here no, cyber both of them localized. what i don't remember the name of the one but okay yeah if you're it's okay if you're a digimon fan but that's a different topic entirely yeah, I think if they were going to do something similar to Bug Snacks, overall they would need to um, kind of throw it back to like a Hey You Pikachu mix with Pokemon mm-hmm. Snap, and then I think that would have worked best. Um, something like that, or maybe like Pokemon Channel. Um, that that was also really interactive with the Pokemon world, and I don't remember if Game Freak did that one or not. They could always just actually, I think How Labs did it. I think that sounds right. 
um, yeah, for the I would say something like Bug Snacks would probably be outsourced. I can't see, or not really outsourced, but it would still be like in house. But I, I don't think Game Freak would do it. Though. Yeah, I don't think Game Freak would do it. But we'll see. That's something to look forward to. Um, and I wanted to kind of dig a little bit into open worlds, but we are kind of running pretty late on this podcast. I didn't. I thought we were just kind of kind of talk about what we did this year, and it'd be really quick. But apparently, we all did a lot of things this year. Which is good. Well, 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 or last year. Pokemon discussion went on quite a while. Yeah, Pokemon's a a, a big, a big demon. Yeah. But, uh, how about uh, we talk about a little bit of the anime we watch? That's that's something we do, right? We watch anime. Um, I think I think I'm gonna think stop it's in the name. This year because this year was kind of sort of the opposite. Like, video games shine this year. Anime. I mean, I mean, there's, there, I, I will say this: there are quite a few anime originals this, that came out this year that people really liked. Um, but uh, I personally found them to be a mixed bag. So, like, uh, we got like ID Invaded. I know a lot of people like that. I oh yeah, I remember that being talked about. That's the um. Kind of, I found it to be kind of. It's okay. It's like the I digital know. world one, right? Sort yeah, of. That, it, kind of like ai the somnium files only um, they don't really give you a lot of characters like summer wars <laughs> no it's more it's more it's more ai oh uh, okay or, Incep or inception i guess then uh all right i got gotcha. you i'm on the same page yeah and uh you know deck there's decadence that anime by the mob psycho guys yeah i dropped uh, that pretty quick i thought that a lot of people seem to really like that show. I thought it was on autopilot the entire time. I heard it oh, it totally strong, was, but then it didn't. Yeah, follow through. Yeah, that that, that was pretty much yeah. my thought on it. It had a cool world, but the story was like really predictable. Hmm. I'm not sure if any of you guys guys liked it though. So it's on my I, list. I saw the first episode, but from what I heard from some other yeah reviewers, like it just doesn't. Yeah. Keep up with yeah. the story as well, you're talking about. I, I, mean, I didn't I finish it. So, so did I. I mean, the plies has dick as a thin crust pizza. Mm -hmm. Like after episode three, it does get predictable, and there's no real character development after. Right. It's just like they're just trying to finish the series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I um like I've been saying most of our episodes. I didn't watch a lot. I just watched uh, Inner Species Reviewers, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, I really hope yeah. uh, we see. So okay, so this will be my 2021 forward expectations for anime. Is if they make an etchy anime, please make it more parody or make it like like use the use the etchy to be able to make jokes you couldn't normally make. And I think that's what made interspecies reviewers so great is because you know most of the time the etchy is just used for borderline H scenes, but Interspecies oh, reviewers yeah, actually just used it to like. Was it? Oh, there was borderline eight. There was like quite a bit of, um, racy material there, but um. Material that caused Funimation to drop the show. <laughs> pun not intended there, but yeah, uh, I I just liked how how it didn't take itself seriously at all, and most of the time, etchy anime doesn't take itself seriously, but it's so oriented like. Like the prime example would be like how far high school DXD went down, down, downhill after yeah, the first season. Yeah. yeah, it just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. yeah, and then you have like uh, what's another bad one? 
there was one there was one that came out this year that kind of started promising but and just ended up being shit i don't remember the i think it was like ear the it was like doku eros or something it was like a power rangers parody. okay i think i know what you're talking about i, I remember seeing promos for it yeah but yeah it aired in the same season as uh, Decadence and Rent a Girlfriend and Got a High School. Yeah. And it was pretty crap. Yeah, but that's my expectation for Echi anime going forward. Mm -hmm. um, I also watched Rising of Shield Hero finally. So that was something. I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't expect I'd like it that much because it, it just kind of looked like another isekai to me. Um, oh, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. And I'm no hoping. longer hear the term isekai without, without going, yeah, not watching that anymore. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> how I saw it. I'm like, look, I've been there, done that. I don't want to watch another isekai. And then my friend's like, no, watch it. And then he just made me sit it's down and watch VRV. <laughs> we sat down and watched uh, VRV and we mowed it down. But it, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. Up to season three, um, in 2021, I think. What were the isekai this year there was a there was a fun finale uh, online. oh furry i think yeah both well both is a bit is more like video game it, it, they're playing a virtual reality uh, same same i know i know that's the same thing now apparently we have there to was, qualify there was, some, uh, there was there was some unpopular uh the villainess one yes there was the villainess one that was that was that was definitely an isekai and of course there was re-zero coming back re-zero which yeah. I didn't. Which I did not. Uh, sorry to all the ReZero fans, but I tried to watch the the first episode, and no, the show is just not for me. I just cannot sit through any a single second without getting annoyed at Subaru's dumb face. <laughs> That's reasonable. Um, outside of that, I watched. I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, and um, I'm pretty impressed with it. I've actually enjoyed it a lot. Um. The next big Shonen Jump anime. Yeah, the, that, the that, one that people want to be the next Demon Slayer, but it never will be. Mappa's been doing a good job on that. It is Mappa, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, they've been doing a great job on that. I like the opening and just... Uh, I mean, I, I'm not crazy about the main character or anything, but he's not like so so bland that um, I'm just completely disconnected from the series. So that's always good. It's always It seems hard for Shonen to write a really interesting main character. Because well, you know, I, I mean, I mean, the Shonen Jump heroes usually th these days, like, well, actually, always they they alternate between interesting or being memey. Like, yeah, Soma from Food Wars. Like, most people know him for like being, you know, as as a god. But story wise, that he doesn't go through a lot of character development and all that. I guess he's a oh, the main character for Tyson's more to sort of in the same category as like deku where he has like really heavy principles that guide him yeah he hasn't really changed a lot he did yeah challenge a bit with it with like uh, he's with, like, slow growth yeah, yeah slow growth but we'll see it maybe i will say though the uh the, the most recent arc revolving around uh the the bullying and the and i forget the villain's name was i thought it was kind of weak i was like mostly because I really did not like that. I really did not like that kid. Yeah. Like his characterization was, I'm a victim of bullying, and that was it. Like li literally it. And then and it then went a little too fast. And then yeah, he doesn't like his fr his friendship with Yuji, the main character, only lasts like an episode before he becomes the became. And of course, he turns. Evil yeah, we saw it coming. <laughs> and it's like you could see it coming from a mile away. 
it was uh, not the uh, yeah. It, it was like I guess I guess the villain was cool, but I but and but and I get that it's supposed to give some growth in Yuji, but I'm really hoping that the next arc. I know that the the supporting cast will come back in that arc. I'm really hoping. It really boosts it up yeah. because I, I thought it was just too predictable. We've been building up that tournament arc for like five episodes and I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, obviously you, know, you have to give some growth to Yuji first, like ch really challenge him, introduce this villain who's supposed to be can, like ve very personable to him. You can develop in the tournament, throw his ass in the ring. Well, that doesn't make sense <laughs> because this villain is like, you know, it, it, it's Jujutsu Kaisen is, it's, you might as well throw a tournament arc in Demon Slayer if you're going to go that far. I mean, they kind of did. It was just really short. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was just like their their version of the tuning exams in the beginning. Yeah. And then and then it was it was literally like an episode, right? Like yeah. one episode. Well, uh, well, yeah, two, well, maybe. Two, two, really. Yeah. Like an episode and a half. You get the montage and you get the exams. But, yeah. Yeah. I am. I. I do. I do really love the animation on Jujutsu Kaisen, though. Yeah, it's like, pretty. I, I. I don't think. I know it's the, by the same people who made the God of High School anime, and it's like, yeah, they. They're not. They're not missing at least when it comes to being visually pleasing. And yeah, I know. I know Jujutsu Kaisen is the most popular anime on now, and and most popular anime of the year probably. It's probably going to win anime of the year at the at the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, especially since the competition. Well, well, it would have to compete with ReZero Season 2, probably, so... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Justin, what were some of your favorites this year? Well, I like... I didn't love any... I don't think any of these anime are amazing, but... Uh, in addition to Interspecies Reviewers, I like Dorohidoro. I thought that was really funny. Oh, right, that came out this year. Yeah, that was really good. I forgot that really came funny. out. Yeah, it, like, even, even funnier than Interspecies Reviewers, and I was like... It be, it's a, it's different humor, of course. Like it's it's dark humor. It's it's basically all these characters think they're in a shonen, but they're not. They live in a they live in a world where they where the death happens and all. Uh huh. That that's pretty much the joke, and it's it's really good dark humor. Uh, my favorite anime that I've seen this year is probably The Great Pretender, and that's mostly because the cast is so great. The story itself, the first the first arc was awesome. The last arc was cool. The 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 and the arc and the the second and third arc, the ones in between, were mostly just decent. But the characters mm -hmm. are like so cool. It's like watching those Ocean's Eleven movies back when they were good. <laughs> and it 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 was it was a fun show. That's that's mainly the reason why it's it's my number one because it just had the it just had my favorite cast of characters from this year with a story that did them justice. And uh, I'll, I'll just give and I'll just give a quick shout. I'll just give a quick shout out to uh, uh, Ak Akudama Drive and uh, also also yeah I need to watch that and also brand new animal which I, a lot of people seem to not like but I thought it was okay I mean it, even even though it is a lot very it is a lot very similar to a lot of trigger shows so if you're tired of them then yeah brand new animal is not going to change your mind and um, I will say though I. Um, and, and when it comes to like some of the other popular shows, in addition to that, I did watch the entire, I did watch the entire last season of Origai or Snafu. People seem to really love that third season, but I was like, well, this, well, this, this, this romantic resolution because they, the main couple finally got together in it, uh, was, 
okay. And, uh, I mean, animation was definitely better. The animation, which was definitely better than the first season, which looked kind of stale. And was mm-hmm. and and also it was it was still really good though so I get why people like it but and um, let's see uh, what's something that other people like uh, that I've watched I don't know I don't really know I think I've watched I, I mean that that's not you know a sequel or it's not like you know trendy like uh, Rent a Girlfriend and Demon King Miss uh, Misfit Academy were like I know people like those but I think I don't think anyone loved them. So that's so I'm not I don't really want to dwell on them, uh, and and I guess the same thing is true for that uh, Oh Fly Me to the Moon anime with that's made by the that was written by the Hayate the Combat Butler dude about this kid named NASA who marries his waifu in the first episode and like uh, they and then they uh, they do stuff together and, and that that's pretty much the show I don't really know much about it so I won't really say too much. And uh, and no, I have not watched the Higurashi remake. I've heard I've heard th- other oh, yeah. things about that. I'll, I'll let you know. Give me a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and oh, and quick shout out to some of the worst crap that I watched this year. Uh, or or at least or really, uh, listeners, you were really horrible. I'm just gonna say you were really horrible. You were a bad attempt to revive the Elreka Seven spirit, and uh, yeah, I- I'm sorry, Daisato, but you- your writing just did just wasn't good here. Yeah, I- I'm so sorry, man. And also, and also, yes, I do know about that 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 June Maida anime. I've heard that was terrible, but I didn't bother because I read the Hulu summaries, and I was like, nope. And uh, and and let's see, what's another one that was infamously ter- okay? Yeah, God of High School. I know it was criticized a lot. Um, it was it wasn't great. Uh, yeah, I think I oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah. Keep your hands off A's, okay? I'm I know a lot of people like that show too. No, I dropped I that. Didn't. Not a fan. Oh, I didn't. I liked it. I mean, it it wasn't terror. It was it was fine. It's just that I couldn't Not connect with the main character very well. But it was definitely better yeah, than his, definitely a bunch better, of misfits. It was definitely better than his other anime this year, uh, uh, Japan Sings 2020. That show was terrible. I am sorry. I do not care what anyone says. That show was terrible. Okay, I think I think I think that's everything. Uh, I mean, so, I, uh, Nick, your turn. Yeah, I didn't watch as much as I thought I was going to. Um, I had. Uh, I've seen all for backstory, all of like the previous uh, rail decks um, series. So, certain scientific railgun and a certain magical index. Uh, just I don't know. It's just a guilty pleasure of mine. And so I saw railgun T, which is like the third uh, season of that came out, I and, and so, I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, it focuses more on like it's basically uh, My Hero Academia, but like set in a city i don't know how else to explain it all the girls have like it also all the characters are like mostly girls except for like these two random guys oh. that just like show up I like oh i just have a there's aspers and then there's mages and then there's religion and then there's science they just throw so many things and like power levels and like oh but no my thing just cancels out everything is yeah like, that's, that's bullshit but it's like no that's how it is yeah <laughs> we have um it's interesting 
Yeah, we have the character who just eliminates all all fantasy elements from the the show. All fantasy and sci-fi elements. That's that's very great. Uh, I I personally uh, yeah I could never get into the Railgun series because I just didn't enjoy the uh, school setting and uh, how much it just kind of spent time. At least the first season spent too much time in school and less time on like character development and fights. First season one I really didn't like. Um, Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's like the best series ever. It's just yeah, I guess like I would argue like you know if you if you like the first three seasons of the base series and you just want to know more then you might as well just watch railgun mm. but for me i i didn't really care for railgun but i like the base series i know that yeah. railgun got treated a lot better than the latest season of index did the latest season yeah i heard that one really good. horrible animation oh yeah uh, it really seemed to drop towards the end and it's just like uh yeah. it definitely just the index like plot lines just go all over the place like oh now we're going to london to like beat up the or something that's like what what why are you doing that why not (laughs) i I mean we punch nuns we might as well punch the pope yeah yeah it's just such a crazy series like it it starts out in like school and like oh no we're gonna be late for like the school festival or something and then at the end it's like oh and then now we're gonna turn you into level six and you'll surpass god and it's like what the hell (laughs) where you just have no idea where the plot's gonna go but yeah, um, so that, uh, I think I talked about it previously, then Revolutionary Girl Uzuna also enjoyed um, just as a historical, I guess I like to switch it up, like one sort of classic uh, older anime, then one kind of more modern one. Um, so I watched uh, Trigun then as well. Um, I, I got to see the movie then. I think that one is also on... Oh, that's right. Badlands uh, Rebel. Yeah, what, Badlands? You weren't around when we uh, <laughs> did the movie watch of that, right? No, I missed it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to catch up. I got the Funimation app thing on the Switch, so I I think they're both on there. Yeah, give us your Funimation app review on the Switch when, you can, when we have our like, next episode. I have gotten some glitches now since uh, my first, uh, like, from last episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some issues. It, it just... Actually, I think every time you go to a new episode, you have to return the subtitles on. Uh, they, like huh. they turn off automatically when it goes in each episode. Maybe it's some setting or something that it's I, a I feature. Wait, missing, are you trying just... to imply you didn't watch Trigon dubbed? <laughs> I'm watching it. I am actually watching the dub, but oh, I thank still God, will want to put the, the subtitles on on the bottom. Right, um, right. Just because sometimes it just makes it easier to, I was about to say what's going on. But to no, eject no, yeah, you right no, here. No, I don't think the sub is on Funimation. I think it's only the dub. Um, I don't oh, know. But yeah, I've been watching the dub, but with subtitles because I'm doubly lame. Uh, but so that, um, uh, what else? Apare Ranman. Um, it did not win. Uh, we have an anime discussion coming up. Um, it, it did not win that one. I suggested it. It's okay. Uh, but it, it's a fun story that's like um, these two guys from. Uh, Japan in the 1900s, they end up isekai in a sense in America, in California at the turn of like the uh, the century. And it's a what's that around the world in 100 days sort of Jules Verne esque story where they have to win a car race uh, that's across America in order to make enough money to get back to Japan. Um, but the one guy is just a really crazy inventor and he turns his boat 
into a car, but they're up against like guys from like Mad Max and just like really silly. It, it's basically wacky races. Uh, the anime oh my God. <laughs> was how it was described to me and how I would describe it to others. It does have, um, Justin pointed out uh, in our discussion we had a little while back, it does have a big like kind of plot twist uh at, like episode three or four that does like change up the frame and then it's like it's not really about the race anymore and it's like mm -hmm. i don't know yeah how i haven't gone back I to that anime big fan either. of that but it does it, it does turn around it does get a lot better and and you you become more invested in in the characters individually even though like the plot itself is not as mm -hmm. like the focus of the show but it does still end up with a good like off in my opinion and it's cool because it actually shows um on the the like credits or not credits the uh commercial breaks it shows like panels from the manga um and i really appreciate when like to kind of like compare and you're like oh wow that's like a really like sometimes the manga panels are like better than the animation in a sense but some of them like give more backstory I in in a sense because you don't really see like all the characters' backstories and all, but, like, from just one or two pictures of them, like, the outlaws and all, you can definitely get a sense of, like, oh, that's who this character is. Yeah, I'm sure that everybody who watches anime made by Queen Bee will know, will know what, seeing how the difference between manga and anime is like. And if you don't know who Queen Bee is, uh, well, then you're not cultured. Isn't there a band as well, like a J-Rock band called Queen Bee, too? There might be. I think they did the uh, opening of Dororo. But seriously, guys, Queen Bee is 18+. plus. Oh, I see. Um, but yeah, that was like I was trying to think of what else I watched. I, I saw the first couple episodes of the journey of Ilana, the the magical witch adventure that has good animation, but the character is like the main character is the INTP like personality. <laughs> That's INTP? the only way I can describe it. So it's like the um Myers Briggs personality. She's just a very cold, logical, like, oh okay, I helped you out now. I'm going to go. I am the best witch, and don't forget it. Um, wow. Which is like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we just, I mean, uh... I've heard, of that I've heard of that show. Some people have recommended it to me, but I looked it, but I looked it up, and it has some... It has some... Uh, I, I haven't... I, don't, I can't confirm for myself, but it seems to have some, like, really weird tonal issues that that make it, like, a lesser Kino's Journey, back when Kino's Journey yeah. was good. It's just, like, the main character is just very, like cynical i i guess and i i don't know i i thought i would like it but it, it's in my drops maybe i'll pick think, it back up if there's like a lull and I have some well I, it's all right i think we've already lost our intp viewers here so <laughs> like if that's your favorite personality i you would like this but it, it's a very yeah cold cynical yeah logical which adventure so yeah I can't, uh, what I about can't, you Jamar? i can't really oh. say Oh, go ahead, Justin. Yeah, I can't say for myself, but uh, I have I've been tried to be sold on that show, and uh, yeah, it just it nothing I heard told me that I would sell. Same thing with like Talentless Nana. Some people try to tell me, hey, what well, that one is on my radar, but some, some people told me, hey, what Talentless Nana? It's it's real. It's really it's really uh, it's a really clever series, and I look up the premise, find out why people like it, and I'm like. This is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. It's like it's 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 one of those anime where it's you know like how Monica Madoka had that big plot twist and mm -hmm. like school live, aka Gaku Garashi and stuff. 
Uh, Red Talon's Mana's plot twist, and it was stupid to me. I did not, I did not think it made any sense. I think I almost want to say like the reason that that was so popular for a bit was because it came out at the same time as uh, Among Us as was Among popular, Us? and it was like, oh, well, it's the, the meme. <laughs> it's like Among Us, but an anime. Yeah. Like, well, here's, uh, well, here's the thing. I guess. If, if that's the only reason for the anime's existence, then it can fuck right off. Because I am not <laughs> watching a gimmicky anime. Again. Okay? Yeah, I'm like, like through Don Monty season yeah. fucking three. I'll, I'll I see it if I, I have time to pick it up, if it does have more than just that, like, the plot twist, like, oh, it's actually someone in, imposter. Yeah, like, I, actually, I actually have asked but if there was we'll more see. to the plot twist, but people told me there wasn't. So. Mm-hmm. Alright, Jamar, your turn. I think you guys cover all the anime I watch. Like, Dodo Hero was probably my top one for last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed the character interaction with the cleaners, Onoe and Shin. That story was fun. I think uh, my wife and I binged it in, like, a day and a half continuously. And I like watched a lot of Slice of Life animes for some reason. So, Nichijo, okay. Wasteful Days of High School Girls... Daily lives of high school boys, mm-hmm. and it was just like a nice um, getaway from like the horrors of the outside world. That's yeah, fair. But, you just need yeah. one of those like relaxing, um, like you comfy you know, animes. Yeah. Season two, you camp. Okay, sorry. Uh, um, yeah, no. uh, there's there's an, there's an old anime called Aria that's known to be really yeah cool. Aria the origination. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. And uh. finished up. The new uh, season of Fruit Basket, or the latest one. Oh, nice. Oh, I and, still have not seen the new season of Fruit Basket. It, uh, it's pretty good. Like, I was a fan of the original manga, like, decades ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm not super into their, like, super hot, pretty artwork. But the ability for them to actually cover the manga in decent detail has been pretty good. There hasn't been like an episode where you didn't like feel like you want to cry. It makes you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, speaking of some season twos, uh, some anime I'm going to look forward to next season. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to Chainsaw Man. Uh, well, yeah. this year. I mean, that's not, not next theory, season, but, but you know. yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to Chainsaw Man. Uh, I'm looking forward to Horamiya because I've been reading the I I've read the manga and I really like it. Um, I hope it gets a good adaptation. And um, I've heard a lot of um, I'm sorry. That's always the issue, is it? Whether the anime will actually care. Yeah. Manga. Uh, I and I really want to see the uh, Shaman King reboot. Um, because I I couldn't. I tried to go back and watch Shaman King when I was older, and I just couldn't really do it. It was just kind of too dated for me. Um, it's not that it was, it's not because it was old, it's just the art style at the time didn't really blend well with the animation for me, and it just looked kind of janky. It was a bit rough. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, those are the highlights for this year for me, for stuff that's coming out. Did you, did you guys have any that you're looking forward to? Nope. Not a single one. Aside (laughs) Aside from maybe being curious on the Demon Slayer movie because uh, because it's apparent it's now the highest grossing yep. Japanese movie. It spirited away. Yeah, it did. Like, yeah, it, oh, it, just, it, just, it, just, slay, it just slayed all the inhabitants. Ha, just came in with a sword and just like sliced, sliced everyone. And, and everyone's yep. just crying. Yeah, they're all and demons. Like, like, okay. 
Fuck, fuck, fuck you, Japan. Shot <laughs> jump is the future. Okay. What about you, Nick? I mean, yeah, there's there's some interesting ones coming up. Um, I was a big fan of the um, uh, Doctor Stone the first season, so I'm looking Ooh. forward to where that's gonna go. But Stone Wars. I, I don't know. I would be. I like. I, I guess I was just a fan of like all the science and like that not everyone was a fan of but like oh we're gonna turn rocks into soap and then into cell phones but like actually going through all the stages uh, of it mm -hmm. i could like recognize yeah. like oh yeah they need to get sulfur and then they need to do this chemical reaction um but then sometimes it would just go above my head and actually frequently it went above my head but it's it's cool that they actually are trying to like use real yeah and yeah math and stuff yeah my problem with the, the dr stone anime was that it was not very well produced it just seemed like an average adaptation of the manga and yeah who uh who did that was it telly i can't remember yeah was I, it telly I, I, was it telly or tms i think it was tms it looks like a telly show but i'm not 100 percent sure on that one yeah i think like the opening was like the best part of the animation yeah. for them. like yeah. oh yeah that's gonna be an awesome show and then like oh yeah. i mean yeah also, it's meh also, and average oh ho so animation yeah. uh that's producer uh tms tms yeah yeah it, I mean, that art style is hard to translate to animation as is. But yeah, there there was like some really janky scenes. Like, remember when Senku, Senku had a plan to set the guy on fire and he just stood there? Yeah, like, that was like, like, oh, I'm going to light him on fire with the magnifying glass or something. Just give it an hour. Literally light on the guy uh, just standing there and taking it. There was some <laughs> while kind of while, get, while narration happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, other things I'm looking forward to. I mean, they're kind of iffy if they're actually going to come out. Uh, well, with like the Evangelion movie, but we'll yeah. see about that. Um, I, I've I got caught up with My Hero Academia somehow. So mm -hmm. uh, when season five of that comes out, it says maybe in March. Um, I'm curious as to how that'll do. Uh, that's about. I mean, I enjoy cells at work. I enjoy learning more biology and all, but I'm also unfortunately a bit uh squeamish when it comes to like blood and stuff and so like but, but the platelets, uh, the platelets. <laughs> i know i know i need the platelets to come in and make yeah. everything better but we'll, we'll see if i actually and like cells that work black too it, it seems like a much more dark edgy like oh this yeah. is your body on like drugs and right so I, i'm really curious as to how they like personify these because like in the first one i hope it's not too much spoilers but there's like a cancer cell kind of at the end um and it like goes into like what actually it's not necessarily a malevolent thing. yeah it's just your your body is like copying the I mean, the data true. wrong that's true. it's just uh, uh in general really yeah and so it's really just informative um I mean, maybe not everyone watches it to learn more about T cells and helper cells and stuff, but um, I enjoyed it at least the the first season. So we'll see where where that goes. Um, and then the the world ends with you when that comes out. However, that'll go. Uh, I was a big fan of the game. I didn't get like the Switch remaster of it, but apparently enough people did that they got enough money to make an anime and maybe even a sequel game. There is uh, a sequel then too, yeah, Neo yeah. or something. Um, so I, I like the universe. It, it's interestingly enough, yeah, it may cross over with uh, some theories or like uh, the next Kingdom Hearts may just be like the world ends with you world. Thought, because it was like, already in Kingdom Hearts. Final Fantasy versus 13. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, like, that, that would ever come. Yeah, I don't like, know. like he's trying to he's trying to turn Kingdom Hearts into the new Final Fantasy versus thirteen. Maybe the original Final Fantasy versus thirteen. I mean, died. It's Bro. gonna be interesting, but it, it just seemed like that ending movie kind of took place in the Shibuya. That was like the four oh one. Yeah, but wasn't but wasn't like the secret character stuff and, and and stuff like that supposed to be like Final Fantasy versus thirteen concept? I don't it, know. Maybe. I feel like he's yeah. it's a lot been of so long. Plot, but. I'm, it's yeah. like yeah, no, it's just the trailer and the, and Final Fantasy make something new. Yeah, but we'll see. They had they had the characters from The World Ends with You and Dream Drop Distance, but yeah. it was kind of like half-assed yeah. in that they just shoot them in a Traverse town. So yeah, um, yeah, maybe maybe they'll do a real world at some point if you are still clinging to Kingdom Hearts after all this time. <laughs> then something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I'm um, not real new. Oh no! Let's not talk about it. We can we can have a oh, we can have a whole episode just kind of shitting yeah, on yeah, Kingdom Hearts. But we won't. But uh, anyway, anyways, uh, we will. Okay, tomorrow. Yeah, I can Yeah, there's actually a bunch of stuff I'm actually looking forward to. So, of course, the world end with you. The Demon Slayer movie. Uh, Gun Mobile Suit Gundam Halfway, which is. Oh, yeah, I know about the existence of Hathaway, but I didn't know. I thought it was over. No, they finally go get it released. So basically, oh, okay. a quick summary of it: it takes place after Shaw's Second Rebellion. So it's Bright's Noah's son, um, Hathaway, and they'll finish up the universe. Seven, seven. seven is that um, following Unicorn? No, this is the original OG universe. I thought Unicorn was a reboot of the OG universe, or am I just completely off? The Unicorn's another part of the universe. This follows the direct descendants of what happened during the first Universal War. Ah, uh, okay. The One War. Oh, uh, we have that. The end of uh, Fruit Basket. And I think that might be it. Actually, I kind of want to see what's going to happen with uh, the Bleach, because they're actually going to oh, finish yeah, the Bleach after yeah, like, like 10 years. Seeing Bleach, what happens when Bleach comes back? Considering, yeah, I thought when Pete when Bleach ended, people really hated it, but no, turns out people still actually really like it. Yeah, yeah I don't know where they found those people. Yeah, it honestly, Bleach ended for me after the Soul Saga. Everything else. Well, is well the thing with Bleach is that it. I know that the that Kite Kubo really didn't really was did not do a good job of keeping his health intact during Bleach. And that, uh, and so he had to, and I know that he had to like shut down from social media for a while because mm -hmm. uh, the reaction to the ending was pretty poor. I don't, yeah. I, at least that's why, at least that's what I remember. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of them don't take care of their health. Like the same thing with um, Hunter x Hunter. Yeah, that's why hiatus, hi, X hiatus is a thing because yeah. nobody wants to yeah. like. Uh, yeah. That yeah. the gray man and I could just keep going. Yeah. There's down a lot. The list of that. That's why his new uh his new manga slash anime, because the, an anime adaptation came at the same time, uh, Burn the Witch. It's like it's 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 released in like seasonal chunks now. Mm -hmm. like, I thought that was just gonna be a one off. No, the, the next season will be coming out sometime. Hmm. And Japan loved it because Burn the Witch sold pretty decently. Hmm. And so it's like it will be expecting more sometime. Eh, I'll watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah, all right. well, I, I think that's all we have to say about the anime. Yep. Yeah. Uh, does anybody want to talk about any uh, any movies or good music they listen to this year? Uh, even TV shows? Netflix series. Okay, you know, I've heard a lot about that. I think it was you that mentioned that I should watch it, but then also my parents mentioned that I should watch it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> definitely, at Queen's Gambit, yeah. Yeah, I, I I just saw the I didn't know it was going to be big. Honestly, I just saw the preview for it when I randomly looked at my Netflix app and I was like, "Oh, this! Oh, it's about a chess prodigy." Okay, I'll I'll watch this. It's and yeah, it actually became one of the bigger Netflix series. I I really liked it too. Mm hmm. Kind, kind it, it like it I have to check reminded, it out. Yeah, it kind of reminded yeah. me when I read about it about like a car and no go. And oh. uh, obviously the main, but but obviously when I watch Queen's Gambit, it's not really the same story because the car had a struggle. Mm -hmm. While while the main character learned chess when she was a kid, and all that. And, it's and interesting. It, it is it is about rising up in the world, but Hikaru, you know, he could never be be strong enough to beat the pros because you know that would not be realistic or like fit the tone of that manga. Wow, wow, Queen's Gambit's uh, a little different, a little bit of a different story. She really, like, she wants to, like, compete against, like, the big pros of her time. So, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that's, my, that's my Netflix shout-out. Movie shout-out. Um, Soul was a pretty decent Pixar film. I, I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. I'm sure a lot of people would, who watch it would like it, too, if they are, like, a fan of, like, mm -hmm. you know, Up and, uh, and like, some of Pete Docter's other stuff. But, yeah, how does it fit into the, the Pixar universe of, like, uh, was it Inside Out? Um, yeah, Inside Out was made by the same guy, too. Is I mean, it, like, the same connected spiritual... Let's not get into that shared universe. That may be a bit too too. It's like that, that shared universe crap is already confusing enough with Marvel. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, those are those are my those are my miscellaneous shoutouts. How about you guys? Um, I've been watching um after like during the holidays. I didn't really have access to my computer and anything, so I was watching in my backlog. I was watching uh the Boys season two, which I put out way. I I waited way too long to watch it, but it's been awesome actually. I uh didn't expect it to to really touch season one, but it's honestly I I like it more than season one so far. So we'll see oh, nice. if it yeah. keeps holding up. I'm only around like I, I think I'm about halfway through now. Can't remember if it's like are they like seven eight episode seasons with the boys? I don't remember, but I must be pretty close to being done. So yeah, what do you think about Homelander? Um. Man, he just keeps getting like crazier and crazier. I know he, he's such like a man. Dick, but I find I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, I mean, you kind of know what you're in for with Homelander if you've even watched remotely any of the series. I don't know if it's just the actor or something, but something about Homelander's dickishness really appeals to me. I have no idea. I, I have no idea what. Yeah, Chris Evans just kills it with that. Because yeah. <laughs> I usually don't like those kind of villains who are basically just so like that. Their character trait is basically that they're an egomaniac, but but. Yeah, something about his Yeah, because usually they're one-dimensional, but Homelander's just such a wreck that you just, you kind of want to follow how, what he's going to do. He's just so, he's so um, volatile as a, as a character. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, and I, the only real, the only movie I can remember I watched that came out this year 
is Invisible Man. And uh, that was pretty good for a low budget horror film, um, like horror thriller. It was pretty good. Uh, they made the special effects for like the invisibility suit like actually really good. And I was like, I, I looked at the budget. It was like two or three million dollars. And I was like, how they do that? But it's a, it's a, it's produced in Australia, I think. And um, I've not heard of the director before, but uh, they did have the girl from Handmaid's Tale as the uh, main character. And uh, it was pretty good. Um, I'd recommend it if you like to just kind of see little, um, if you like to see indie horror movies that are pretty good, that, that I would recommend that one. Um, from some music I uh, enjoy this year, I enjoyed uh, Run the Jewels 4. It was a really good album. Um, I don't know if I liked it as much as um, RTJ3, but it's definitely my second favorite. Um, After Hours by the weekend, I, I enjoyed quite a bit. There was about two three bangers on there for me um unlocked by Denzel curry and kenny beats was so good it's like if you haven't watched it it's like a series of uh, music video or it's a one big music video on um youtube where um they essentially rap over animations that are inspired by anime and western cartoons like one was like samurai jack themed one was junji ito themed one was um um uh, i don't remember the anime for that one well at any rate they had a lot of um interesting animation for that one and they just keep kind of uh teleporting through worlds and the music video to a different animation style and then it plays a different song, and it was really fun. But if you have time to watch that music video, it's really cool. Um, the Charlie XCX album that came out at the beginning of the year, uh, How I'm Feeling Now, it was pretty good. I didn't like it as much as um, the previous album, which, what was the previous album's name? It was just I like... Know. I forgot what it was called, but I do remember it being pretty good. Yeah, the, the previous album I liked a lot more than this one, but... Um, what the album name was i think it was just charlie i don't remember oh, yeah i think it was yeah it was something like minimal yeah i yeah it was charlie and um it was a thousand gex which came out from 100 gex like in the end of last year or the end of 2019 but they also like put out a full-length album like additional songs they added to it near the beginning of 2020 so i'll kind of count it but it was pretty good if you like um 100 gags it's like extremely experimental album so you know what you're getting into if you've listened to them uh the new abnormal by the strokes was really good uh it's like probably the only good strokes album i've heard in a long time uh, i really enjoyed that and then you have folklore and evermore by taylor swift which is a couple of bulk albums out of taylor swift which were, i thought were actually a really good shift for her i thought they were pretty good and uh, i've been listening to them they're, they're kind of nice to listen to if, if you're working or if you're working like virtually right now um or remotely uh those are kind of good laid back albums to just put on so that's i've been listening to some of those and uh, chromatica from lady gaga was pretty good it, definitely not Lady Gaga's peak, not at all, but it was still a pretty decent album. Um, outside of that, uh, just recently we found out MF Doom passed away. Uh, 
on Halloween, and his family kind of uh, didn't want to release it till later, you know, so they had time to grieve, which is understandable. But uh, yeah, that was just a real big shock for the uh, hip hop community, and uh, so many artists looked up to MF Doom. So that's been just an interesting couple of days for Twitter if you're in that kind of Twitter space. Um, yeah. yeah, what's up? I guess for me, I was actually super shocked because I remember seeing an MF Doom back when I used to live in New York City. Oh, you saw him live? Yeah, I saw him live. Was it actually him or was it somebody else? No, I think it was him. We're, we're talking like 20 years ago? Well, well, the the meme of Doom is that there's a lot of the situations where he got yeah. his friends to, to, to uh, no, perform him. for him, if you didn't know that. Um, I'll just tell the viewers, but you know, if you didn't know that MF Doom would have people perform for him, some of his friends, and then he would rap backstage. And a lot of people get pissed that he did that, but yeah, it was kind of a Doom tactic. Yeah, go on. Uh, how was yeah. uh? How was it? It it was pretty awesome. I'm trying to remember why I got into MF Doom. I think it might have been the same time um a Dreamcast game called Jet Set Radio that came out. Oh, was I he on think, that? I can't remember if he was, but somehow I got involved listening to him between mm -hmm. him and Jurassic Five back there. Ooh, okay. And um. I w I'm not a big rap guy, mm -hmm. but I actually enjoy his lyrics. And when he quote unquote was on stage performing, it was a real good experience. And again, uh, much love to their family and our hearts go out to them. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know just a lot me and some of my friend group have just been kind of streaming his albums from start to finish and just really enjoying that. And if you like Adult Swim, he did a few, quite a few collabs with Adult Swim. He had the whole Danger Doom album, which is hilarious because I, I never really gave that much of a listen. Another thing about Doom is, you know, he uses so many aliases, it's hard to find his whole discography. And uh, the Danger Doom albums have a lot of clip cuts to Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and then he'll just start um, rapping in there with Master Shake and uh, Meatwad. But it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so if you haven't listened to Doom before, now's a great time to just kind of respects and you know find out some just broaden your uh horizons a little bit with some some interesting hip-hop that's got some uh sort of jazzy elements to it i would say he's done a lot of different stuff but, yeah um, and i was gonna say um you should probably if you do like him you should support the, his store just to get back yeah. to your family but everything's sold out yeah yeah just because the community is doing what they can to support their family so mm -hmm. yeah and um talking following people who passed away recently i mean this is a bit while back at this point but juice world there's still unreleased songs from juice world coming out and albums and um usually like it happened with um tupac. yeah that happened yeah. with tupac but it also happened with um Yuki Smalls. Biggie Small. I mean, it happened with so many people, actually. But uh, who's the other guy that um, passed away not too long ago? Oh, Mac Miller. Yeah, they they came out that Mac Miller album and they released like his unreleased songs. And um, I think it was an album he was about to finish before he committed suicide. And um, then they released it, and it was just like topping charts. But similar situations kind of happening with Juice World, and that uh, they're finding a lot of unreleased music. He didn't 
want to put out. Well, I don't know if he didn't want to put it out, but you know, it's just kind of one of those things where they can't place it in in the album they're releasing at the time, so they just kind of like hold it for an album that fits that theme. And they're just kind of doing like compilation albums of stuff like that for Juice World, and a lot of the stuff's really good. Um, but there's been that, and also this year, if you uh, have been stuck inside wanting to see some concerts, there's just been a lot of options for virtual concerts. Um, uh, the main one I saw this year was the uh, I sat through the whole Porter Robinson one, which was pretty good. He had a lot of good um, EDM and electronic artists there. Uh, they had actually, um, what's her name? Uh, they, they had I, the VTuber on there and she did a concert. Oh, Kizuna I? Yeah. It's, uh, uh Kizuna I. Yeah. That's, not, that's, that's nice. She, she's been, she's been, uh, she hasn't been in the public eye for like a while now. Public eye, huh? Yes, exactly. Like, she like, she was like the, like, the grandmother of yeah. all, like AI or like yeah. not, um, like VTubers, I suppose, All but she's like an AI, so it's like yeah. Nowadays, she barely well, gets like she barely gets like what she like five digit. She only gets like five digit views on her YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh wow. Only five digit views. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, just that's, coming that's, up, huh? Now that, but now that's, that's comparatively good. to like the millions of views. Yeah. yeah. That's that's good until you see the the subscriber base. Like yeah. If you have like over a million views at subscribers, you usually want to aim for six digit views. Like yeah. But ironically, uh, it's just it's been a really big year for VTubers, um, that aren't I. Um, they've uh, I've just seen a lot of music come out of VTubers, a lot of original songs. They had the actually they had the Hololive uh concert recently. If you're in a Hololive, hmm. and uh, none of the new Hololive English were featured there because they just recently debuted, so they usually hold on that. But there's been a lot of original songs out of Hololive and some of the other indie VTubers as well. Um, but other virtual concerts, I know there's been a lot of uh, Minecraft line concerts for a while, where if you <laughs> join the server, that. yeah, I, know, I heard about these. Yeah, if you join the server, really you have a, just a bunch of people on one server, and you have um, um, like the DJ. Yeah, you'll have you'll have the bands playing. And thing. and and the like the actual pit like you know how you there'll be a concert pit that yeah. would be in in Minecraft and there'd be a little stage platform and the band's characters in there jumping around. Uh, but I think for the most part I haven't done one, but I think yeah. all the live audio is through YouTube. But huh. um, it's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, I know um, Hundred Gex did one. Uh, Caro Caro Benito was on one. Um. I remember some other. I think Charlie XCX was on one too. Like it was, it was weird. I didn't follow it, but there was quite a few of them. I started seeing them pop up left and right during um, early COVID, around March and uh, June. Actually, around June, that's when people oh, started trying to find a new yeah, source of income. Do a concert in like Fortnite too, or something. Yeah, yeah like Marshmallow, uh, Travis Scott. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I yeah I don't know if it's gonna catch on, but I mean if we're stuck in quarantine for much longer, then sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I um, it's an Animal Crossing next. So I right. used to just kind of like post whenever there was a uh, live con or like a um, virtual concert that you could join, but there's just been so many at this point, and now people are starting to tack fees on with them or ticket fees, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You know they gotta get money too, but 
I personally don't like a concert. I don't. I won't pay for a concert experience this virtual personally. Uh, because yes. I I kind of got to be there. It's not the same, but yeah. I guess at the same time, you'll support your artists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miku actually did one. I don't know if it's happened yet, but she, uh, cause the tour was like flat out canceled in general. Miku Expo. There wasn't. There was a um, campaign that she ran for tickets for one that would be virtual, and I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Because then you also pay the uh, the um, Vocaloid concert premium of like sixty dollars or something, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I'm good. Miku will do fine without my support. <laughs> she makes enough money, I'm sure, off off merch. Um, but virtual. Did anybody else want to bring up some other things they did this year? Or last year? I mean, the only other thing I I haven't actually finished uh, Mandalorian season two. I would need to uh, renew my yeah. I've heard that's really good. <laughs> yeah, Mandalorian. I have actually. Um, but it's been good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen Mandalorian awesome. season two, and it also gets a shout out for me. That 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 especially that finale. Yeah, I've heard it's really good, even for people that don't that's like Star Wars. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's does, like it does focus mostly on you know the Mandalorian mm. and his. Mm. It does. It is. Uh, I mean, it is very uh it is very space opera episodic stuff admittedly like like you know like cowboy bebop to a degree except a bit more episodic than that there is mm -hmm. an ongoing story but the but it is but the uh episodic story but the episodes are mainly their own self-contained thing yeah yeah well that's neat um that and you know there's there's so many more star wars because of the success of that, there's a lot of Star Wars shows coming yeah, if you have yeah. Disney Plus. But a lot of spinoffs. Uh, oh god. But um, <laughs> we've been dragging on a while, y'all. So let's uh, let's close out. Uh, is there's a couple of things I wanted to note that we do have the Danfam 2021 T-shirts. If you're interested in that, the campaign for that ends on the January 14th. So, um, it's a really cool design, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I actually like the design. Um, not that they're bad. But, oh, yeah, not like but, the previous designs um, are, are all yeah, bad or anything. But, but I really one, like yeah, this. Uh, it really pops. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, in commemoration of uh, 2,700 members, which is, wow, a lot. Um, also, Justin, you're hosting uh, Rashomon? Yep. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this. I'm not sure if people will watch this episode by the time I watch. By the time. Oh, we got I, a few uh, days. I think. I, I think it'll be out by then. But it, yeah, basically, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to mix up the variety of movies that I that I show this year online, especially since they're just. I think. I think people are getting a little tired of just constant anime movies, even if they're. Even if you know, I have barely shown any of like the popular stuff. I will try to. I, I will do like a mix, a more, mix of like some anime films and uh, some and some live action stuff. Uh, but mostly Asian, though. I might slip in a normie movie watch sometime. I also want to like. <laughs> mm. I also will uh, do. Uh, I also plan to like finally show like some stuff like Ghost in the Shell. Now that now that uh, you know now that we've gotten the Pat Labor arc out of the way and yeah. I, and, uh, Still no, still no plans to do any of the popular Miyazaki stuff because everyone else has already seen them. But I, except for The Wind Rises, because I know a lot of people haven't really seen that one. Right. And, um. But and I will also try, to, and I also will show like some of the uh, 
less pop the the Ghibli films that most people do did not watch, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, from Up on Poppy Hill, which I don't think personally is a great movie, but I go like eh, I might as well show this just so that we can just so that we can watch the taste of what happens when Miyazaki's son eventually releases that really ugly looking CG film he's doing. Yeah, I heard he's mm-hmm. yeah. Like I like I understand I understand Miyazaki son Goro has a lot to live up to. I understand that he got very humiliated when his own father walked out on on his on his really bad tales of urgency. Tough love, tough love. Yeah, yeah, and I I know that I know that some people complained about that, and yet yes, I'm aware that Miyazaki is a bit of is a bit of an asshole in real life and all that. But did mm-hmm. you see Tales of Urgency? That movie was shit. And Have it on DVD and, and, somewhere. And Goro himself, like in general, has just not really done anything after that that has made me like want to want yeah. to trust him. Yeah, like, it's it's something to like, see the whole Studio Ghibli next generation of directors. They haven't really passed the torch very well. Yeah, very well. That's true. Yeah, because like because like my problem with From Up on Poppy Hill, which some people see, is that you couldn't have made that movie live action and it wouldn't have changed a thing. Like, yeah. I can't recall one really well animated scene in in that movie. And and I'm and I and I'm not talking like I'm not just talking like I'm not I'm just talking about like the animation because I know mm-hmm. that not everyone likes Ghibli films. Corey himself isn't like a big fan of most of them. He's seen. I'm just talking about like on a technical level. Does this is this up to Ghibli standards and in, in yeah. animation? And in my opinion, from like. Goro has not done anything that has been like, like that has been like visually interesting, and his latest CG film is not doesn't look like it's gonna change my mind. Yeah, well, it's something to see uh, how that pans out this year. Yeah. Um, I still, I still do think it's it's interesting enough to want to show, of course, because like I said, I I strayed away from all the pop most of the popular Ghibli films because I don't I, I think everyone has seen by this point. Yeah. But I do want to like, I'll, I'll try to like slowly like say, like I only did Princess Mononoke because people voted for it. I did Whisper of the Heart, and because you know that that one is wasn't mm. popular, and uh, and I and I did Ocean Waves, knowing fully well it was going to not going to be people weren't going to say as great. Just as mm. we live tomorrow, we may be here all day though. Yeah. 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 But so yeah, that that, that that's why I plan for the movies, guys. Okay. Um, also, we just had our January anime discussion uh, finalized for this month. We have uh, K Project to watch. Um, I've seen that twice, actually. I, I really enjoyed that show. Um, I know you. I, I don't think you liked it, Justin, from what I remember. But okay, I. Okay. The, yeah, the, uh, K Project. I don't remember if it was Go Hands or not. It, it, but... it was the one. It's the one with the. I think it changed hands a couple times with the movies. The blue filter, right? The one with the blue filter. Uh, there was like gangs, and yeah, gangs. Uh, yeah. And like this blue filter over everything. Yeah, but I won't uh spoil anything. But um, if you do like uh pretty pretty banger uh anime soundtracks, that's probably one. That's definitely in my top five anime soundtracks because dude, it's it's like more my theme of jazz hop lo-fi hip-hop kind of stuff so i really enjoy the soundtrack for k and that that pulls me in a lot where the story probably is a bit lacking but 
overall, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the conversation on that one. But you can view that on Crunchyroll and Hulu. So uh, that's our monthly discussion. Mention real quick before we go, uh, the Games Done Quick uh, 2021 just started uh, today, the, the marathon for speedrunning video games for charity. I thought it was going to be like a charity for COVID relief, but it is um, for a cancer, uh, Prevent Cancer Foundation um, again this year. I mean, which is still a good charity. Right. Too, but if anyone's interested in watching video games being sped run really fast. Uh, okay. That started today. Awesome. All right, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us for our third episode of the Dallas Anime Meetup podcast. And we're signing off. Take care, everybody. Bye.